Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome, everyone. This is Vicki Nethling, and I am the host of Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. This is the Potapalooza version We do this every few months and uh, love the way that this all works so that I can get a bunch of interviews in in one day. Today, I have a guest, uh, Leslie Evans, and let me tell you a little bit about Leslie. She is an international speaker and best-selling author of Defunct Yourself. She's developed the perfect blend of modern and magical therapies to find your passion and live an inspired life. She has 30 years of experience as a RPN. She is a clinical hypotherapist, soul care coach, and Reiki master. She believes, like the rising phoenix, that everyone can rise from the ashes of their old life and build themselves stronger to shine their light into the world. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Leslie Evans. Leslie, so nice to have you today. Um, I love that your target audience is women over 40. I um, too like to target really women entrepreneurs or women business owners, because I think we all need to stand together and and, uh, build each other up as much as possible. But um, as always, I start with an easy question for my guests, which is, where do you call home? Where do you live? Oh, Vicki, thank you for having me and, and, you know, having me with you for here. And I call home Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Ah, I was just there last, no, February now, two years ago, and it was just wonderful. And unfortunately, I was in a wonderful meeting, uh, but our training, but it was three days inside that room. And I never got to, to venture outside that wonderful, the, um, I, I, it reminded me of being out West in the U S right. Right. Yeah. So yes, there's a lot of beauty here. Yeah. Yes. So I will definitely have to go back. So I wanted to first um, ask you a little bit about your background. You know, um, was this your first career? You you have 30 years of experience as a a nurse, right? So what what was the driver that said, you know, I'm done with that. (laughs) Now let me do this. And, And so what's your why? Yes. So um, I'm a psychiatrist. The RPN stands for registered psychiatric nurse um, therapist. So yes, I've been doing that for over 30 years. And I worked in the public health system for uh, 
probably about 28 years of that. And honestly, a, a few things, <clears throat> of course, have happened through life. But probably what really changed for me was as a nurse, we tend to, you know, give a lot, do things yeah. for lots of people and work through breaks and and, and it spills over into our personal lives too. And, and I'm no different than that. I gave a lot uh, to my clients at work and I gave a lot to my family and to my friends, um, and which is awesome. It's awesome to be generous, but not sacrificing yourself to yeah. do that. And uh, see, I'd learned quite a few years ago that I was teaching my girls, they have three now adult girls, I was teaching them to take care of everyone else at the sacrifice of themselves. Um, and I found that out having a conversation with my eldest daughter who was 16 and, and she was having trouble with a boy and she was giving up all the things she loved to be with this boy. And I gave her the great motherly advice was if they truly care about you, they'll encourage you to do everything that you want to do. But it made me take a really hard look at myself at what I was modeling to them. Mm -hmm. And I was modeling to them that, you know, I go last. I take care of everybody mm -hmm. else. And so it started this series of events um, that led me to really connecting with myself more. So I separated uh, from a marriage of 21 years um, with her father. We moved with my girls, I was primary support to my mom. We all moved uh, in our own place. And I set this path to just really take, you know, really find out about myself, what I loved and what was important to me. And uh, in that started to really connect with my spiritual part, you know, the universe, God, creator, whatever way you explain it. I really connected with that in my intuition. And you know, create, started just creating this beautiful life for myself. Several years later, found new love. And I started to go back to old habits again. Mm. <laughs> right? Yes, we all do that, don't we? Take, yes, take we care do. of everybody else. Worrying mm. as I was having wonderful things happen, I started to worry about everything else. And the universe just finally said to me, all right, you know, we tried to give you a warning. We're stopping you, right? You're stopping in your tracks. I couldn't even find the tracks, Vicki. I had vertigo so badly. Just suddenly, you know, over the course of a couple of weeks, I was in bed with vertigo and, um, and we couldn't figure out what it was. Mm. So I had to stop working, stop taking care of everybody else, do all that. Um, and, you know, I got some answers and it got better, but never really well enough to get back into life. And as days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, I just remember sitting there one day and just saying, all right, universe, you've stopped me completely. What, what do I need to hear? Mm -hmm. What am I not learning? Mm -hmm. And that sent me on this journey of knowing that I could do more for people in that healing space that through the public health system, which is, you know, there are a lot of great things and a lot of great therapists there, but we're limited. We can't use this other beautiful part of this, you know, spiritual piece. And so that's what, you know, pushed me to say, I know I can help people 
in a more profound and lasting way by combining it all together, not leaving that nursing therapy part of me behind, but combining it um, with, um, you know, with the, the hypnotherapy and the Akashic records and the Reiki, all of that combined together helps people in a much more profound and lasting way. Mm. You know, as you were talking about that, um, it made me think of the fact that there are a lot of people that could benefit from that service, but oftentimes what holds them back probably (laughs) for wrong reasons, but that their insurance doesn't cover Mm. it. And so here's your solution but financially, I can't do what I know will help me. Right, so right. Definitely has to have some changes in, in the way that world works. I agree, I agree. I think there's been some things that we've noticed over the last few years with systems that aren't mm-hmm. quite you know, functioning at helping everyone at the best that they can be. And um, you know, in Canada, it's even... Um, even more so that we have a public health system that's free access for everyone. Um, And yes, we have health benefits to go outside of that, but you're right, I'm not covered by those health benefits. Um, But what I, you know, what I like to say about that is a couple of things. One, are you getting better fully? Are you fully getting better? Um, because I found in working in the system for as long as I did, it kind of is this loop where you never really quite get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to get out of that? And the second thing is, do you want to get it out, out of it quickly? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think too, um, you have to sometimes overcome the mindset too. Well, if the system doesn't think that this is what should be done, then is it really what I should do? And people worry about that rather than thinking, well, maybe let's give this a try and see if it works. And if it works, then we'll figure out how to pay for it. Because as you said, you could then just be stuck in that circle of resistance and never get any better. It's exactly it. That's exactly it. And you know, it can be somewhat scary when you don't know beyond, you know, what the system, whatever system is telling you that this is what works. Um, But I also think that uh, people have seen the failings in those systems now, and that they are, you know, giving everybody all the information that they need. Um, And so I can tell you that I use those skills that I used within that system, but I've got all of these, all these wonderful other skills that I'm not allowed to use when I'm working there. So then let's talk about the soul care coaching that you yes. do. Yes. So the soul care coaching, that is uh, the Akashic records. And so the Akashic records, the, the easiest way to describe that is where your soul's journey is recorded. So uh, where your soul has gone in its lifetimes and what that allows me to do is it allows me to gain insights on a soul level Mm. to what might be causing the challenges that you're having right now. 
And uh, so it allows me to help you on a conscious level, subconscious level, and a soul level. So it's very holistic. And in this type of coaching, um, is it something that you need to have consistency of it and it's over time? Or is it one of those things that there can be breakthrough moments where you you really can uncover some things to help you heal, if you will, faster. That's the lovely thing that I, I love about what I offer now is it, uh, you know, in, in a couple of sessions, you can have a huge breakthrough. Mm. And actually, I don't think I've ever had anyone not have a huge breakthrough within a couple of sessions. And then you can go on You can decide, you know, I love that I did this and I've got something else I want to work on. Or you can go on and then if something else happens or you discover another thing that you'd like to work on, you can always come back. Mm -hmm. It's this very lovely thing where it, you know, the breakthroughs are very uh, profound and within a couple of sessions. So um, you we talk about um, your website is the rise of the phoenix.org. And I love um, one of my Toastmasters groups is called the rising Phoenix. And I just love the whole concept of the Phoenix um, it takes us back to our Harry Potter shows as well. Right, right. <laughs> but right. just talk to uh, the audience a little bit about why you chose that name. Absolutely. I, I believe the phoenix is uh, my spirit animal. I've really, uh, really connected with that. Um, uh, the energy of just rising, you know, when I, uh, when my first husband and I separated, it was tough. It was huge. It was 21 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had kids and all of that. And, you know, my goal through all of that was to be gracious and to be myself and to, you know, try and keep it as amicable. And, 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 you know, a year later, I can say that I honestly, a year after that, I could honestly say that I did that, but I grew from deciding how I wanted to get through that. And, um, and my gift to myself was a Phoenix tattoo because I had risen Mm. from that woman and I took the best parts of her and I rose and the the beautiful thing about the phoenix is you can rise your phoenix as many times as you need to Mm. it's not just a one and done rising Mm -hmm. it's whenever you need to make that you know take it to that next level or or you know move through something else your phoenix rises and you shine brighter Mm. you shine Mm. brighter and I just um you know, it was amazing, amazing thing. And when I was thinking of, you know, what am I going to name my company? I was in the mountains because I'm about an hour away from the mountains here in Calgary. And I was sitting there and just enjoying the day and the clouds clouds and shadows were over the mountains and it took on the shape of the phoenix rising over the mountains. And that I was like, all right, I've got it. (laughs) Message received. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. Talk a little bit in the last five minutes that we have. Um, talk a little bit about the book, Defunct Yourself. What is it about? What was your goal of it? And um, 
and how can we get it? Yes, absolutely. It's interesting because um, when I had that vertigo, 2020, we all know what happened in 2020, mm. and not much was going on even for treatments and stuff. And I can remember about, like I said, that moment where I said, all right, you know, I'm stopped. What What do I need to do? And it was not long after that, that I came into contact with Kelly, who's also here today doing podcast um to write a book and I mm -hmm. and I just knew I wanted to do something in the world uh contribute and uh so when we chatted I thought I I've had you know almost 30 years of of experience I can put this out into the world and everybody really needed it at that point so debunk yeah. yourself is just really easy little tips it's easy reading there's a few tips. I think there's 11 tips in there just to move yourself from getting out of that funk um, mm -hmm. and, and knowing that you can change that. And uh, so that's what that, uh, that's where that came out of. I just really wanted to, um, sh you know, share what I could share with the world mm -hmm. in a way that I could do at that point. Um, and uh, so that's where that was born out of. And, so is it available on Amazon and all? It places? is on Amazon. Very yes, good. it is on Amazon. Yep. So what is the next thing in your journey as you are looking to um, your future and your business and what you do um, mm -hmm. for everyone? Oh, the next thing is uh, really uh, creating that a bigger impact. You know, I, I truly believe that um, I'm here to help women give themselves permission mm -hmm. to be limitless. Um, and when women do that, it impacts not just their lives, but the lives in their homes, their communities. And, and so, you know, my next step is just to keep impacting and, and helping more and more women to give themselves permission to be limitless. No, mm -hmm. they've got endless possibilities. Um, and thereby lighting up the world one light at a time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we can fit in one more question. So you, you talk about the um, love or secrets to connecting with yourself. And we, in the beginning, we talked about self-sabotage. How, in your state there, in your room, in your bed, how did you go from changing that mindset of defeat, frustration, to being one that really was, um, I can do this. I love myself. You know, how can you start to love yourself again? Those are tough ones. You know, the thing is, is that it didn't happen all at once. No. You know, as I said, it took it took months before I finally sat down and said, okay, I've stopped. I can't, you know, you're, I'm not getting any better at this point. And so the piece was, you know, really starting to be aware of mm. all the heaviness I was carrying. Yeah. You know, the guilt of not being there for everyone, the, the heaviness of feeling like I I wasn't enough in that moment with 
you know, with, without being able to do all those things I would normally do, the guilt was really heavy and that feeling of not being enough and, and not feeling useful, mm-hmm. you know, just because, um, but it was about, you know, using some of those skills that I helped other people for the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the almost 30 years in therapy to start recognizing that that's what I was feeling. Yeah. And recognizing it wasn't really helpful. Um, And just starting to take those little baby steps, even to just say to yourself, I'm worthy. You know, I'm worthy Mm -hmm. is, is, it's a big step. And yet a really important step. And so it was just these small steps that I started to take to start being part of life again, because I recognized the vertigo wasn't going away completely, but I could still sit and and chat with my daughter or get on the phone with my mom or, you know, talk to my husband. We could still do many things. It was just different. Yeah. And so coming around to that acceptance was the, you know, a really the first step, but there were lots of tiny little steps on the way mm-hmm to that acceptance um and so it's again it's noticing i don't feel good where i am mm-hmm. i really don't like where i am and then thinking all right i want to change this mm-hmm. and so then you can start to take those tiny little steps to start to change it the biggest thing is take small steps yeah that's exactly right <laughs> right do you still talk to your daughter about um, your journey and making sure she doesn't follow your path or yeah, knows what I, to do if she does start to yes, slip Yes, I have three girls. And mm-hmm. so all three of them know. Do they always listen? No. However, that's their journey to, to take. Um, but yes, I am modeling now the things I wasn't then. And so mm-hmm. they're seeing what it does for you Yeah, when you take those steps and live life that you love awesome yeah all right so what is the website that they can go to i know it's under development but um yes in a month we'll say uh, what well, website should they go to it's a rise of the phoenix.org mm-hmm. all yes. right so again i will have in my show notes a slide as i always put at the end that has her social media and or um website do you are you on social media I am. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can go to Rise Up uh, with Rise of the Phoenix. Okay. Um, and that's where I am on Facebook. And I'm also on Instagram under Rise of the Phoenix. Okay. Awesome. Well, it's been just such a pleasure chatting with you. And, you know, it. and what you do and what you talk about is really important because, you know, even to, before the pandemic, women just needed to take a break a lot of us needed to take a break and um so some of them took heed of that and have taken care of it but there's a lot of folks out there that are still putting everybody in front of them and not you know understanding that whole uh on the plane the life mask goes to you first you can't help others if you uh, can't help yourself 
Absolutely. So, so great to share all your words of wisdom. I would encourage everyone to go ahead and pick up that book, Defunk Yourself um, by Leslie Evans. It's been wonderful having you on. And as always, I remind you that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Netling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.